All right, all right. I want to say it's Friday, Friday, June 11th, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I am Brandon Beliso, and welcome to another episode of Success Never Sleeps, where we take your questions and we answer them candidly. I give you some information, and as I say, information. What we talk about a lot, and, and, and this was said by, I think it was... Um, O.S. Smith said that we're drowning in information and starving for wisdom. Information is what's out there. I mean, with social media and the advent of the internet, there's so much information and all of it is useless unless it fits your value system and ignites a fire for you to take action. So I share my opinions. I share my thoughts. But when the day's done, what do I tell you? Don't listen to me. Don't listen to anybody. Figure it out for you because I'll be damned if anybody can tell me what is my version of success, right? And I have a lot of critics in the world, and that's cool because people should be entitled to their, their opinion. But what they say doesn't move the needle for me. And, and we're always mindful of that. We see a lot of posts that, especially with the advent of social media, before it was hard to hear critics because you, know, you had to call them up on the phone, sit with them face to face. Now they're everywhere. They're everywhere at Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram. You pick up your phone. Everybody has an opinion. And so we want to be mindful that we're filtering it through a strong value system, but not ego. Ego stops me from learning because there's some good stuff out there that might be viewed as criticism that could be super valuable in helping me pivot and adapt and cultivate a better way to do things better. Because ultimately, my goal is not to be the best. My goal is to be better. And in order to be better, I need to have a humble heart, a humble mindset, and constantly learn and grow. Cool? So I want to be mindful of that. So welcome. This is Success Never Sleeps. I am Brandon Beliso. Let's start by thanking our sponsors, our brilliant sponsors. We got my studio. I love Tule and the gang. You know, what they do with my studio, I think is innovative. It's very disruptive. And you know me, that's where I live. That's what I like. I like people that are doing things that nobody else is. Right. It's easy to say that that it won't work and it can't work and this doesn't work, but that's OK. You know, hey, respect martial arts. What's happening, sir? I also want to thank Kids Love Life Skills. Kids Love Life Skills is simply a cutting edge child development, life skills, character development system that I believe every martial arts school should have. What separates us from soccer, baseball, gymnastics, everything else is martial is the life skills that we teach. And if we can teach them effectively, age specifically in a way that appeal, appeal to par, appeals to parents who makes that buying decision in your school, I think you set yourself up for a better relationship and building the loyalty of a tribe that will be with you through challenges like we're going through now and through times when those kids want to quit because they've invested in a relationship. And that's a relationship that has a kinship rooted in life skills and character development. Cool. And then of course, LC Accounting. Right? My sister Letitia studies BJJ, as I always say, in Kenpo. And she takes really good care of me. That's all I'm going to tell you. She does great for us. She's very knowledgeable. And she'll go to bat for you every time to help the school owner and businesses um, not only thrive, but understand how finances work in the small business environment. I work with school owners all over the world, and I can say that's, that's probably one of the biggest challenges is helping school owners really understand what it takes, what it takes to have a successful business, creating budgets, sticking with them, and all those different things. So, so important. What else we got coming up? It's Time Life Change. That's right, November 13th through 16th, me and Sam on. So, day, so far, the four-day experience, we sold out 20 slots instantly. The 20 slots went like that. I'm going to shut this door. 
we, we sold out, we sold out the 20 slots instantly. So it made us open up seven more for the four day experience. Somebody just reached out and said, what about the two day experience? Yeah, well, we'll get that one posted as well shortly. My goal first is to take care of the people that are really serious on that level that want to commit to the four days of change. It is a personal retreat. You know, do you want to change your mindset? Are you ready to change some of your relationships, change the way you do business or tweak any kind of change and tweak can really move the needle, but between being successful, getting to that next level of your success. Sam on, Sam on's a gem. I love Sam. We just got off the phone. You know, he's one of my financial mentors, has been for a number of years. It's helped me cultivate wealth for my retirement, wealth to secure my family's future, to help my team. And, and I'm, I'm very grateful that Sam will be here for this event. He says that what he's going to offer us in information will pay for your four-day experience. He guarantees that. I said, right on, Sam. Rock and roll. You know me, I don't guarantee anything. I, I, I think that's one of the misconceptions in marketing and salesmanship. When you give people a 100% back guarantee, then you make them jump through hoops to get it, and there's all kinds of loopholes, right? I guarantee you get out of life what you put into it. So whatever you choose to bring to the plate, I guarantee you're going to get that. So seven more spots for the 4D experience. Take advantage of that, please, and make sure that you you, you, you join us. All right. Put your questions in there. I'm looking at my phone, seeing the different questions coming in. Thank you, Marco. Marco's, Marco's my, my, my sidekick here. He's making sure to stay on top and talk to you. Let me see who's here today. We got Jason, Danny Trujillo. What's up, Danny, sir? We got Don O'Neill. I love saying hi to everybody. Letitia's here. Awesome. Awesome. Do put it in there. Let me know where you're tuning in from, the name of your school. We love to see all the people that are here hanging out with us. That makes me super, super grateful. And then also make sure that you share this with as many people as you can live. So for the new people, I see a lot of new people. What is Success Never Sleeps? It's really geared towards a small business owner. I love the small business owner because I'm a third generation small business owner. I have a deep kinship and I've worked and negotiated all the challenges and shortcomings that a small business owner goes through over 21 years in my two locations. And before that, I've owned businesses uh, since I was 22 years old. So I do understand small business really, really well and how to succeed with that. Cool. Here's the first question. What is a good student to instructor to student ratio? I feel it will be different per age and rank and skill level. Yeah. I mean, also probably different in person and virtual. Well, James, I think it's always healthy to do an eight to one ratio. Eight to one says a lot, you know, to have a junior instructor back you up. I personally can handle a class of 30 or 40. Do I think it's the best learning environment? Not necessarily. You know, I don't believe um, one instructor for 30 students makes a lot of sense, nor would you see me post pictures like that because I think it's a big turnoff to parents. It feeds my ego and other martial arts school owners will go, yay, man, you got a packed class. But I want to show a low student to teacher ratio. So even if we have those bigger classes, James, we make sure to staff them accordingly. Now, yes, upper ranks, they can, you know, they're more disciplined, adults are more disciplined, but I don't really believe that's the point. I think you want to make sure that you're properly staffed where you believe at a value at a cultural level, sir, that you were serving people at the highest level. Make sense? Makes sense. So I say eight to one. We do it in our camps. We do it in most of our classes. Eight to one. 
top instructors can do, you know, maybe 10, 15. But again, is that the best experience? I think that would be the better question, James. But if you just want a number off the top of my head, it's absolutely, absolutely eight to one. Cool. Hey, Josh. Welcome, Josh. Jason Smith is here as well. Keep the questions coming. I'm looking at my phone. I'm going to move in the first one that I have over here. All right. We didn't get to this one last week, so I want to make sure I do this. Related to summer camp marketing, favorite things to do at a local festival where they give you a booth. This will be at a local park, not downtown. All right. So that's a great thing. So let's talk about the booth. Who could put in the comments right away? Why do we do a booth? Go. Why do we do a booth? Can somebody put it in there for me? Why do we do a booth? Why? Okay. Because I, I, I want to show you why I'm going to go with this. And, and when I first started doing booths, I did everything everybody else did because I didn't know better. I got the little spinny wheel, right? You spin the wheel. Oh, I want some glow nunchucks. Great. You want those glow nunchucks? Here's your ticket for the glow nunchucks. Bring it to the karate school and we'll give you your glow nunchucks. And I get that. I get that marketing technique, right? Because you want to get them in your school. So if you want to claim your prize, you got to come to the school, right? It's no different than saying we're going to give you three days, four nights vacation here. All you got to do is sit through this timeshare meeting, right? For an hour and a half. I get it. It is a way to market. So my question uh, is, is, okay, here, let's see. To reach out to our community, to let them know we are here to serve them when they are ready. Old school to collect leads. Okay. Old school. Great. Now is to serve through giving cotton candy and water bottles. <laughs> yeah, I'm the cotton candy guy. And there's been controversy with that too. You know, some people think that I'm promoting diabetes and sugar and things of that nature, but it's okay. I don't think a little sugar hurts anybody. So most people look at booths as a way to generate leads. So when you do a booth, the first thing I get is, well, how many leads did you get? For us, we flipped that script. We disrupted that. And, and we find that the way we do booths today is a much different mindset, right? We do booths to plant seeds in the community. Number one, to show that we're a business that cares. Because as the saying goes, nobody cares what you know until they know that you care. So I want a really strong presence in the community that I serve. That's important for us because we do believe if and when somebody's ready to buy martial arts, guess what? We're on their minds, we're on their lips. So when they're ready, I believe they're going to come to us. See, the challenge is when you do these booths in the park and the different things like in the movie theaters, right, at the opening of a martial arts film is, I'm not there to buy martial arts classes. So when I'm walking through the park at this fair and I'm taking my kid to have a good day, it's sunny, and you block the aisle, which they tell you to do, right? Don't sit behind your table, stand in the freaking aisle like a barker at a carnival. That disrupts me, right? I don't dig it. And I don't mean disruption in a good way. For me, I mean it in a bad way. And so you try to be polite, you know, you want to go around them and do all that. And, and that's a rough one, right? No different than the guy standing in Vegas with the card to the strip club going like this, trying to stick a card in your face. I'm not there to buy martial arts classes. Would you guys agree with me? Who would agree with me? And if you do put it in the comments, all right? And if you don't, then tell me I'm crazy. That's cool too. So 
with that said, we said, all right, so what can we do with this booth? If our goal is to plant seeds and create relationships and create awareness of our brand, our why, our culture, our purpose, and get to know people, how should we approach this? Well, first thing we did was get out of the uniforms. We go with one martial arts t-shirts and black sweats. Two, we got rid of the mats and all that stuff. Three, we thought kid-centric, right? Kid-centric cat. What is it that I can do, right? What is it that I can do to be kid-centric? Bubble machine. Write this down. Bubble machine, right? If I'm a little bitty freaking kid walking down an aisle and I see a stream of bubbles coming out from over here, boom, I'm jetting over there. Second, kids' music, right? Without disturbing the other booths, you want music playing, right? You want music playing, and that should be fun. But make no mistake, our booth is our booth is branded. Our 10 by 10 canopies got one martial arts, one martial arts on the table, one martial arts everywhere. Our website's prominent, so that's subliminal marketing. It's no different than being at a basketball game and they flash somebody's logo on the floor now, right? When you're watching it on TV. Subliminal marketing, it needs to be there all the time, all the time. Great. Kid sees the bubbles. The kid sees the music. He walks towards the booth. Boom. We have a mascot dancing, right? Dancing in the booth. There's another layer of kid. And that's Disney 101. That's any amusement park. So bubble machine. Okay, great. Music. Great. All right. What else? Oh, mascot dancing around. Okay. What else? Cotton candy machine. Yeah. Free cotton candy. Anyone will come into a booth for free food. Anybody, anybody, anybody. Oh, it's a super hot day. Now I get a water bottle with your logo on it. Boom. People love free stuff. When you make it hard to get the free stuff, it's a bad day. It's a bad day. How about somebody twisting balloons? That's a great one. How about you set up a table with coloring crayons and they can do, you know, the kids love life skills coloring sheets. Oh, how cool is that? We've gone only as far as to say, great, you want a balloon twisted animal? I'm going to ask you to put your name and your, your email, make it as easy as possible, and you'll be entered into a drawing to win one of our customized birthday parties. I would go as far as that, but really what it's about when their kids playing with the bubbles, you know, and they're getting, they're standing in line to get cotton candy or they're standing in line to get a, a you know, twisted an animal. You know, I don't know what you call those things. We're just talking. We're just talking, right? We're just talking. And sometimes it's not even about martial arts. It's really just about, hey, man, what's going on? Right. Because we're trying to connect with people. And when you've got this agenda and it's get leads, get leads, get leads, get leads, get leads. Back up, back up. Right. Because that's not why I'm there. And I want to be really mindful of that. OK, I want to be mindful. So we really utilize that booth. Hey, Pamela, what's up? Hey, Pamela. Yep. And I'll get to that one next, Jason. Jason's saying we've even ran some of the skills and excellent kids binders at games at our booth, depending on what the event is. Absolutely. But make no mistake. There is that section of the booth, everybody, where we're where kids come. Hey, would you like to break a board? Yeah, I want to break a board. Awesome. Can you say focus, sir? Focus, sir. And then we do a short part of the life talk, Cat. We'll say, you know, focus is look with your eyes, listen with your ears, think of the mind, do the right thing with your body. Cool. So when your mom's talking to you, you should look at your mom. Good. When a teacher is teaching you like me, you should listen to your teacher. And then we just do that quick, 
you know, half of the life talk. Then we let the kid break the board. He gets the board. He gets a rack card. He gets a focus badge. He gets the coloring sheet for focus with on the other side is the discovery, right? The discovery, the student parent discovery handout on the other side. And that parent walks out of there with freaking value. And believe me, they're going to take a video and a picture of their kid breaking a board. And what are they going to do with that? They're going to post it at social media. I can't tell you how many people flooded our booth when somebody's go, you know, we just got free water at this booth. Hey, if this booth's giving out free cotton candy and sure, you're going to get some tire kickers. You're going to get some look but you know what? You were planting seeds, planting seeds. And when they take the pictures of the kid breaking the board, dancing with the bear, playing in the bubbles on social media, that's a whole nother day. So you see what we've done with this booth cat? We've really created this Disney experience, right? And it's not about selling. It's about serving. And if you can make that shift in your mindset, then you're not sitting there blocking the aisle with the clipboard in your karate uniform. You know, I got to get leads, got to get leads. I'm not, you know, or, or my boss is going to chew me out. I got to get leads. I got to get leads. And we see that at the county fair. You walk through those aisles where they got the guy with the spa and this guy that all they want to do is capture your lead because they know you're not buying anything today per se, right? Unless it's a bag of nuts or something. So I hope that really, really helps, right? I hope that helps. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. The different cues we have are powerful. And that's why when we wrote the Life Talks for Kids Love Life Skills Cat, the kids finish your sentences, right? Focus means look with your R. I even use a visual and the kids all say, I, sir. Absolutely. Because I grew up in martial arts where my dad would lecture and we'd sit in silence. Nothing interactive, no connection. It sounds like the teacher in a Charlie Brown cartoon. Wah, 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 wah. So when we wrote these life talks and kids love life skills, cat, it's really about that engagement and connectivity, right? Create that emotional experience that people want to replicate and experience again and again and again. Cool. All right. So that's our take on a booth. What do you think? Right. There's a lot of stuff going on there. A lot of stuff. Yeah, there you go, cat. James, I was at the store the other night. I saw a kid being super respectful to his mom. I approached her, introduced myself, and told her how impressed I was. I offered her a couple of free months of classes. She was so excited and proud of her son. She also called the next day to sign him up. You know what I would have done? I would have had a respect badge in my pocket there, sir. And I would have said, sir, that's really awesome respect. Respect is treat people the way you want to be treated. What is respect? Treat people the way you want to treat. And you're respecting your mom, sir, by treating her well. Boom, peel out, bam, stick on a respect badge. Oh, James, we just took it to another level, right? We just took it to another level. Yeah, yeah. I dig it, James. But you, you, you know what I take away from that, James, is you're so awake, right? There's opportunities everywhere. And they're not opportunities to sell martial arts classes. They're opportunities to serve. I'm a martial arts instructor. I'm a life skills educator. I'm a parent. And anytime I can see that while being intrusive, right, I want to utilize that. Not as an opportunity to sell classes, but as an opportunity to serve. And if we can do that, then you walk away from it and you don't sweat whether you got a sale or not, right? Not. I hope that helps, Kat. And yeah, we spent a lot of time on that one. Super cool. Super cool. Ah, I get this one a lot and, and, and I got it again. So I posted a video and I had so much controversy around this video. You know, why don't you offer a black belt club program at your schools? And I posted that video and there was this whole thread today where some people agree with me. Some people totally disagree, right? Totally disagree. All right. Now, I, I want to share that. It doesn't matter what I do. If you don't, 
If you want to have a black belt club, rock and roll. You want to have a leadership club, rock and roll. You want to do a master's club, rock and roll. I'm not saying one way is better than another. I'm not saying follow me. I'm sharing why we don't do a black belt club in relationship to our culture, in relationship to our why. But somebody went off some tangent, called me a cool kid and said I'm pop culture and just all this bizarre stuff, which they're entitled to, right? Which they're entitled to. And I'm cool with that, but I want to share this with you, okay? So why don't I offer a black belt club program at my school? First off, let me explain our culture and our why. We are one martial arts. We are one martial arts. And for me, we want to promote an environment of equality where everybody's equal. And in this post, the, the comment from this person was, we are not all equal. So that's cool. That conversation's over because I really believe we are all equal. I am no better than somebody who's homeless on the street. I just made maybe made different choices. I'm more fortunate. But when the day's done, when they're putting us both in the ground, ain't nobody going to care how much money I had or what I did. Absolutely not. So I believe we are one martial arts. And for us, we're promoting an environment of equality across the board with everybody. Okay, right down to our business model. We run with a flatline management. Nobody would ever call me the boss. I don't introduce myself to people. I'm the owner of One Martial Arts. I never do that. You know, I never do that unless it's some networking event with other business owners. Never, never. I tell people all the time, you know who the boss is? All the people that pay us. I just simply disperse the money. That's it. So again, in our value system and the culture that we're creating in One Martial Arts, we don't believe in hierarchy, right? And there's Maslow's whole thing of hierarchy, law of hierarchy, and, and that's cool. That's cool. And that was another comment. For me, that's outmoded thinking because I don't run with a control and command leadership. We run with a flatline management in our business. So I don't want to create more followers or underlings or minions. I want to create more leaders. The other reason why we don't do that, okay? So for me, when I walk into a school, and this is just to open your eyes, all right, folks, to, to the potential that could be there. Hey, Pamela, what's happening? All right. Hey, as you're coming aboard, please say hi. Put it in there. I'd love to know who's listening. There's a lot of people sitting there, but I only see a few people posting. Just put in your name, the name of your school and where you're tuning in from. Please, 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 please. Okay. So now when I walk into a school and I see white belts are in a white uniform, your one students are in a red uniform, your two students are in a blue uniform, you know, your three are in, I don't know. And then the black belts are wearing black uniforms. Leadership has a special top. Black belt club has a different top. I walk around and I see that my challenge is I don't see a cohesive brand. And for me, that's important. That's super important right? Go watch your favorite sports team. Now, basketball, I know, has different uniforms and all that away and home, blah, blah, blah. I'm talking about when they're all on the court. They're wearing the same uniform, the same uniform. If I walk into McDonald's or I walk into Apple, they all have the same brand colors and same brand uniform. That is important to me. I think it, it leads to confusion in your brand and it's not within your brand colors, right? My colors are consistent in everything that I do, and, and we perpetuate that. So that's branding. Next, I believe 
When you have black belt clubs, master's clubs, leadership clubs, listen to the word club. It promotes a click within your culture. Okay. A click within your culture. Now call me silly. And that was the comment from the guy because you're, you're silly, right? You're silly with your cool glasses and your cool car and your cool haircut. I don't know where this guy was going with this, but I thanked him nonetheless and said, thank you, sir. You're cool. Right? Hey, David, what's happening, sir? Good to see you, David. And make sure you keep sharing this. All right. So I believe it promotes separatism and elitism. It really, really does, right? If I pay you more money, I get the weapons, the cool top. I get the special workshops. I'm special. I'm elite, right, from everybody else. You want to be special too? Pay me more money and you get the cool stuff. I get that theory. That's why there's first class on an airplane, right? There's business class, there's first class, and there's economy. I understand that. But take a business model like Southwest Airlines. Everybody flies first class, right? You all pay the same amount of money on Southwest Airlines, and whoever's in line first gets on the plane first. They choose their seat first. Done day. I think that's really powerful. And Southwest was very disruptive, right, when they came into the airline industry. But it doesn't mean first class will ever go away. It doesn't mean that business class will ever go away. It's just a new way of doing business. And that's what I'm here to share with you. If you believe this fits your value system and what you want to do, then maybe you'll lean that way. And then last but not least, when someone says we are a black belt school, you know, I would question if that's when I'm done. Anytime I pick up black belts from another school, I ask them, why did you quit? Well, I got my black belt. In my head, black belt, I, I felt like a white belt when I got my black belt. I felt I was really ready to learn and own up. And I had already trained for 12 years when I got a black belt, okay? But I get it. But when they keep saying your goal is black belt, your goal is black belt, it kind of puts a finite thinking in there. And I'm not big on finite. I'm big on infinite. Thank you, Conrad. That book's, I read that book, The Infinite Way by Simon Sinek. It's just all in my brain. It's all in my brain, Conrad. But they talk about that there's finite thinking. And if you keep selling black belt, black belt, black belt, it feels finite. So when they get a black belt, they want to go do other things, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. To me, we just promote it like another day. We just, it's just another day, right? So when someone earns a black belt, they show up in class the next day and they continue right on their path because we want to give that infinite mindset that martial arts is a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. And we're cultivating that lifestyle versus black belt, black belt, black belt. Okay. So those are all the reasons why we don't offer a black belt club. Now, if you do, good for you. If it works for you, good for you. All right. So again, part of disruptive thinking is just opening your mind to, to the potential. Like Bruce Lee would say, open your mind, empty your cup. And it's hard to do that when you're calling me silly, when you're saying, well, that's just pop culture thinking. You're a cool kid with glasses. It's silly when people do that because that already shows me the narrow mindedness that's there. And you know me, I normally don't do this, but I need to do this today. You know why? Because you're all unique, special individuals with your own mindset. And, and if we're going to simply point fingers at other people and say, you're silly, oh, what the heck's that? What do I do with that? Are we in high school? You know, where are we with that? So I think it's really important that we cultivate and move beyond that. So when the day's done, don't listen to me. 
Listen to you, listen to your heart, listen to what works for you and cultivate your version of success because my version of success is much different than yours. And you got to figure out what works for you. Cool. And that's my rant. All right. So we're, I'm going to take a quick commercial break here. It's time group mentoring. You know, Lorenzo just did $20,000 this month. He, he broke 150 students. He's Lorenzo Sandoval of Ageless Martial Arts. First time he's ever done that. So we have a mentoring program. And I can help you grow your biz from 10 to 50K. I believe that. Lorenzo's up to 20K. I believe that if you do the work and it's only 99 bucks a month, we meet a couple of times a month. You study videos, there's handouts. we got a special private group. It's a subscription. You don't dig it. You can leave anytime. I recommend you all get involved because systems are something we all need to write and it needs to happen. Systems need to be there. Okay. So that's what we're working on for the next two months. Systems. So if you're ready to do systems, climb aboard, man, and come join us. Cool, cool, cool. All right. How do you retain your students during the summer months? Well, I'm going to try to flip the script on that one too. This is like a question that's been there forever, 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 ever, forever, ever, ever. Everybody asks this question. Why? Because it is a challenge during the summer. Even now, people are experiencing that all the students who've been coming through their door it's starting to flatline a little bit because people are starting to feel comfortable. They're going back out. They're going on vacations. I go on a vacation in a week. You know, they're going on vacations again. They're, they're going out in little leagues happening. Soccer's happening. All these other things that have always been there are happening, right? So I said this a couple months back and I'll say it again. People were so busy signing up these new students, signing up these new students, signing up these new students. They didn't pay attention to this. The people that were coming in and in those classes and working on retention, they had weak curriculum to begin with, no systems in place, no culture in place. So guess what? You were the flavor of the week right now. And so when this question popped up, I asked them, have you been getting a great influx of students? He said, yeah, I've been getting a lot of students since January 1, record numbers, bah, 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 bah. but guess what? Summer's here and they're leaving in record numbers for a lot of people. And so how do you retain your students during the summer months? Well, I don't think you do. I know you don't like that answer, but I don't think you do. Can you stop winter from happening? No. Can you stop summer from happening? No. So we shift. We do summer day camps, and that's our choice. We have a great fitness kickboxing program that's always year-round consistently. That works really well. But now I think with the advent of virtual, you know, we saw 20 students drop off in San Francisco coming into June. And we had a discussion about that. And he said, those are the students that don't want to do virtual and they were only doing outdoors and they're not ready for indoors. So they're not going to do virtual right during the summertime. So they chose to stop. That's going to happen. You can't stop that. You can't. You can't, but I do believe virtual will help support some of that and, and reduce that attrition rate during the summer months. How? Well, we're a huge advocate of sharing actively. We, we're doing a whole promo campaign, social media, e-newsletters that guess what? Your child, will, we call it don't get left behind. Don't get left behind this summer. That's our whole thing with that. Don't get left behind because what happens is that child misses all the stripes 
during the summer months, they come back in August, they're so far behind or even worse, they simply don't want to come back because they're far behind and they want to quit. So we're sharing that you can do a 15-minute virtual private anywhere you are in the world. You can log on and do a virtual group class anywhere you want in the world, right? That's the cool thing about that. So your child can still earn their stripes. And the fact that there was a period there where everybody was virtual, so they're more conducive to wanting to earn stripes virtually, to want to earn belts virtually. They're cool with that. So we're finding that our private lessons have quadrupled, which is super cool. And we're finding that fewer people are putting their memberships on hold. So when they do come back in August, guess what? They're ready for review and belt testing. And then I would shore that up by making sure that you put a couple of free workshops in place as people come back, whether it's virtual or whatever, you know, to help the students get caught up on their stripes. And that's one of the reasons why. That's one of the reasons why we do three months of, of earning stripes, learning and earning. So you have six stripes at the end of three months. You come into month four. Month four is all makeup stripes, reviewing, belt testing. And remember, we're running 800 students right now. Over 650 are martial arts students, right? So that's a lot of kids to administer testing to. And I refuse to go to time-based testing. I think they need to at least prove some level of proficiency. So you tell them if I show up to class and do X number of classes, I automatically get my stripe and my belt and you don't do belt testing. Okay. Different strokes for different folks. For us, we believe they have to demonstrate some level of proficiency. So in all of our youth programs, we do that. We don't do that in pre-K and kinder. We will not have them base their self-worth on a test score. They simply do their time and they get their next bell. But that's preschool and kinder, right? It's kind of like in, when you play Little League at that age. No one keeps score and everybody's a winner. I agree with that to a certain age, but you need to shift at some point. So in youth karate, we shift. Cool? And then... Shore that up by having certain seminars at the end of the summer, start sending, you know, um, some kind of email flow to them in August going, hey, we can't, we're excited to have you come back. Here's a couple of free workshops, schedule free 15 minute virtual private, on and on and on. All those things, because out of sight, out of mind. And I want to make sure that nobody gets left behind this summer. So with the advent of virtual, this summer, we know more people are going to be taken off on vacations and outdoor soccer and baseball and everything. So that's, that's coming back. And when that does, if you've positioned yourself to create relationships, then more people are less likely to quit. And then last but not least, we have a once a week program, a twice a week, and now a three times a week program. I can't tell you how many people are coming through the door now going, hey, can I do this more than twice a week? So we went ding, 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 ding. Let's create a three day a week program. Okay. Three day a week. We're going to do that and try it out this summer. I'll let you know if it flies or not for us. But what happens with the once a week program, if I'm a twice a week student, and baseball rolls out or swimming rolls out, whatever, guess what? I simply move to a once a week membership. And then I supplement it with a 15 minute private lesson virtually that's convenient for my schedule. So that's what I love about the once a week program. It doesn't, we don't have these twice a week just going, put me on hold. No, they now go, okay, let me move to once a week because we have a relationship. I value the life skills learning. This is an investment for my child. So a little bit of something's better than a whole lot of nothing while we get through, you know, two, three months of soccer or baseball. Cool. And that's what our feeling is about that, right? Um, let me see. Summer will be summer and we have to be okay with that. Yep. Yep. Cool. So Jason's question is, 
Uh, can you share more about flows? What type of contact and how often? Well, again, we know for us, August is review, makeup stripes, and belt testing. So I want to be hitting them up in the middle of July with a couple of dates set up and just say, hi, hope you're enjoying your summer, you know, and we're looking forward to you coming back in August. Here's a couple of workshops to help you get caught up on makeup stripes. Remember, the whole month of August in classes is makeup stripes review and belt testing. Some parents forget that, Jason. So you want to let them know that. So write down all the pertinent points. Okay, workshops. I'm going to have two of them. Okay, free 15-minute virtual privates. Great. Those are there. Oh, and it's August's review belt testing month anyways, so you will be able to make up stripes, blah, 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 blah. Great. I have three different subjects. I divide them up into three emails, right? And then I want to put them in a drip system. Do one at the end of July. Do one the first week of August and the second week of August. Done day. I think what's more important, Jason, is you're communicating that information. I wouldn't hesitate to do that through a push notification. I wouldn't hesitate to do that in my e-newsletter. I wouldn't hesitate to do that in my social media post. None of it, none of it, none of it. And if you have somebody's reactivation date there with you, you can trigger that through Zapier through my studio and have a trigger to say that, you know, two weeks before this person's uh, ready to come back, trigger this flow. Yeah, there's a lot of ways to do that, but I believe communication is always going to be a challenge. We know that. You communicate 10 different ways to parents and they still go, I didn't know you were closed on Memorial Day. That's going to happen. And that's just part of the course. I don't stress on it. I just simply encourage them to download the app, download the app, down, download the app, download the app. But as we're moving in that direction, I had a mom walk in yesterday, Jason, and she wanted to buy a t-shirt. And, and, you know, we have no front desk in Millbrae. We haven't had it since the pandemic. We still don't have it. We've, we send everything administrative to San Francisco. And I simply said, do you have the app? Yes, I do. Please pull out your app, click on that shopping cart, go ahead and pay for it. Done day. Woman walked into kickboxing class on Wednesday night. You know, I want to do a drop-in fee. I said, great. Did you schedule this class through the app? Awesome. Just go right here and, and do a drop-in. She did it. It's really that simple. That simple. I had two people come in on Tuesday and, and, and they did a uh, trial class and they say, I want to think about it. I said, awesome. Did you schedule the trial class through the app? Yes, I did. If you click right there on memberships, you can sign up the kids if and when you're ready. Boom. I saw it a day and a half later. They signed both kids up. That's really where we are. Think about it. You book an airline ticket. Do you get to talk to anybody? No, not really. Right. It's like jumping through hoops. Facebook. Have you ever talked to anybody at Facebook about your advertising? No, you don't. No, you don't. That's part of the course. That's technology. So we can turn around and argue, well, that's bad customer service. No, service is on the mat. Service is hello at the front door. Service is helping them get into the app. But as far as the actual physical transaction of putting in the credit card, da, 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 put the power in their hands. That's why day camps, it's so powerful to see my phone. 9.30 at night, book a week at camp. 9.30 at night, buy a membership. These moms wait till those kids are in bed. She sits down with her glass of wine or whatever. And she looks at her phone and says, okay, now let me book this. Da, 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 da. So we're, we're really moving in that way. And that's why most people that are moving in that direction no longer have a front desk. They use a kiosk and they use a big tablet. And that's where we're at. You know, that's, Ain't nothing the matter with that, folks. Nothing, 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 nothing. You could argue it's bad customer service. I simply say this is the way transactions are working, right? And here's a unique opportunity to utilize your team better, to serve better, to teach better, to greet people better, to interact better. 
Cool. I know it's a little long-winded for the whole summer camp retention, but you see where I'm going about this? Everything centers around cultivating a culture, doing the right thing, creating these relationships. Hey, Professor Xavier, what's happening? So Danny's asking, with the once a week, no group class, only 15-minute privates and how much? A once a week student We'll do a group class, sir. That's why it's once a week, Danny. And that's a virtual class or a live class or an outdoor class. If you look at our, our website and we have a new one being built by Market Muscles, we decided to go that route because I need Chris to work on Kids Love Life Skills and my other brands. But in moving that way, we have indoors, outdoors, online. We're going to still market all three platforms for a while. Right now, we have 600 students online, 200 outdoors, and only a sliver of people coming indoors. And we're going to see the shift. We know that will change, but I believe there'll always be an audience for virtual. It might, it's going to get smaller, maybe. Tell that to Peloton. Tell that to, you know, Mira, Lululemon. Tell that to them. They're going to say, no way, right? But I believe there'll always be a virtual audience. Somebody asked me, are you going to keep these outdoor classes? I said, as long as we can get a permit, we will. We will. We will, we will. And hopefully we're going to shore up our tribe so much, Danny, through the summer, build those relationships, cultivate relationships with those outdoor people that when winter hits and it starts getting cold and rainy, and I think it's going to, I mean, California, Tuesday, we go to all the tiers are dropped, right? No, no limits in capacities indoors. All that's going to happen. So by November, when you guys come out for its time, when that rainy season starts, I have no out in my mind that everybody that's currently outdoors with us will be happy to come indoors. Happy, happy, happy. And I've tested that waters, Danny, with a couple of Saturday classes when it rained. I had 85, 90% attendance of those outdoor people come indoors and join me on a Saturday here in Millbrae. Cool. So in relationship to that, when I say once a week, right now, our once a week program is $169 a month. It's going to go to 189 in September. $169 a month, a month, a month. And they come once a week to a class and they can do up to one virtual private lesson a week. Cool. Hope that answers that. Yeah. And if this fall we happen to have another uh, virtual challenge, I mean, uh, virus challenge with COVID, yeah, you should have virtual in place. You shouldn't be able to pivot right back into that if necessary. Um, how is your loss prevention on pro shop sales using the app? Okay. So let me back up. James, I am not a retail store. Done. Done. That's it. So I'm not concerned about the loss. What I'm concerned about is creating a better experience for the user. And we're not a retail store. It's not like you're walking into Lululemon, right? And a salesperson is trying to sell me clothes and help me find the right size. All Lululemon does is they sell clothing. We teach martial arts. So really by separating that retail, you know, and not being a retail-minded environment, guess what? We organically sell more stuff because people, when they say, I want to buy a t-shirt, they want to buy a t-shirt. 
So it's, it's, it's just a transaction at that point, James. So we haven't found any real loss. Of course, the pandemic, you know, it's been a different vibe. And we also, in the My Studio app, we have Century Direct. So people were buying stuff direct from Century and have a drop shipped to their house. We want to really work that and get to that point consistently. So when people buy sparring gear, they go into the app, they buy it all there, they put in the sizes, Century ships it to them. That works all day, every day for me. We know what how long it takes to size up somebody for sparring gear and do da 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 da. If this mom can go in and see my kid has this shoe size, order this sparring gear. That and they follow that that chart, and we'll make sure that experience is the best experience possible. James, guess what? If it doesn't come right, if it's the wrong size, they don't bring it to us. They go right back to Century. So we've eliminated that process, which again reduces. Uh, manpower for having to sit at the front desk to size up one person for sparring gear that day. So again, moving in that direction, we're now becoming more customer centric in this is my wheelhouse. We teach, we work with you on life skills. We help your child become a better person. You want to buy sparring gear? Go into the app. You want to buy a t-shirt? Go into the app. And we have an honor system. Our pro shop has shifted, James. The pro shop now has uniform pants, t-shirts, just the things we know people need. Our regular clients as well. There's a whole section of every uniform size we have. So we don't go digging into somewhere and going into a drawer or anything. We just walk over and say, here's your size. Welcome to your first day. And go put it on. Cool? Jason Horde from Indianapolis. What's happening, sir? See if I didn't say hi to a lot of other people here. Cool. I, I think I'm saying hello to everybody. Hey, if I'm missing anybody, please. So make sure you're sharing this with as many people as you can. Right? We got about 15 minutes left. If you have any more questions, put it in there. Share this with as many people as you can. And you're entered into a digital drawing to get one free month of my group mentoring program, which, which, which I'm uber proud of. I'm very proud of. We have some really good people there. I think they're becoming better people as well as getting through the nuts and bolts of their business. And it, it, every month is a different subject and it's ongoing. And we'll cover rotating curriculum. We're going to cover building staff, you know, the essentials. We want to have a whole financial component. You know, James wants to double back and do another business plan. I'm open to that. I'm not not open to it, right? Where we help you understand the nuts and bolts of running a successful small business, the things they don't teach you in school, right? The things we really, really need to learn that can only happen through interaction and not simply reading a book. So it's only 99 bucks a month. The links are everywhere. Sign up, try it for a month. If you don't like it, so be it. But right now we're going to give away a month to one person today who has shared this broadcast and, and, and you put it in the comments. Cool, cool, cool. All right. I think I have one more question here. Mm. Here's a big one. How do I justify the new price point? Right. And, and, and I saw this question, so I wanted to pick up on it. You know, a lot of people said, you don't have to justify anything to anybody. Another guy said, well, you know, what makes you think you're entitled to raise your prices? You know, when the day's done, um, yes, you don't need to justify your new price point to anybody. Okay, we're in a huge inflation period. Everything is more expensive. Everything, everything. So if you raise the rates right now, nobody's going to say anything. We're in an inflationary period and time. Now, cost of living normally under optimal conditions is what? A 3% increase every year. So reasonably, 
you can raise your tuition 3% every year. Okay, you can take that model too. I don't think it's a matter of justifying, Jose, your new price point. I think it's really a matter of asking yourself, why? Why do you want to increase your tuition? Now, I know people that haven't increased their tuition in 10 years. I would say that's not the best business decision, right? Flour is more expensive. Sugar is more expensive. So eggs are more expensive. Is that baker going to raise the price of their baked goods? I think so. It makes sense, right? I have to have a certain profit margin in my business or it's not a business. So I want to be mindful of that. So again, my bigger question, Jose, would be why? Why do you want to raise your tuition? Because that's what you sell to your parents is why. So here's our strategy. And I share this episode with you and I just want to share it again. We went to our favorite hot pot restaurant, right? Yay, it's open. Yeah, we can go eat there again. Normally, we spend $125 for a family of four. We went, we got the bill. The bill was $185. That's almost a 50% increase. 50%, right? 125, another 65. 65 is half of that 125. So we had a 50% increase in our meal. And so my daughter didn't get the children's price anymore. They raised the rates across the board for four people. So my daughter's not only not getting the kid discount, she's now paying adult prices and those adult prices have been increased. And they slapped an 18% gratuity and they posted it openly due to COVID. We're putting an 18% gratuity on everybody. So normally that 18% gratuity is reserved for what? Parties of six or more right? They automatically put it there. And so we'll never go eat there again. Done. Done. I, I, I think it's presentation and it's execution were not thought out very well, very well. And it was very short-sighted. I understand I'm a small business. I'm behind on back rent. That's my number one debt is back rent right? And then the money I owe to the after-school people in credit that we couldn't refund at the time because we didn't know what was going on. And some are for camp. So I think I'm about 150K, 160K in debt. Am I going to pay that all back in a day? No. Am I going to gouge the crap out of my people to make up for it? No. So again, stop thinking finite. I got to catch up. I got to catch up. I think what I would think more is infinite thinking. I want to cultivate a business that are going to endear myself to the community for years and years and years and years and years to come. So I'm the business owner. That's I make the lion's share. So I'm going to take the debt. It's my debt. Nobody else's. And we're going to parlay it, and spread it out over three years, because I think it's honestly a three-year recovery. I do. I do, I do. For our position, I think it's going to be a three-year recovery before we're at that next level of we're going to open a third location. Seriously. Seriously, because I want to create that opportunity for my team. So I think at that hot pot, that's very short-sighted. They're playing catch-up now. They want to catch up and make up for all the money they lost, right? I think the fact you still have a business, you should be grateful and work from there and work from there. So we're going to as we always do, every two years, we increase our tuition by 20 bucks, right? Every two years, that is what we do, every two years. So come September, everything's going up. 
for any new person signing up because they don't know the difference. They don't know what we charged before. They don't know what we're charging today. But from September through January, we will do a special 10% off one year paid in full. And we'll keep promoting and let our people know, hey, come January, come January, come January, come January. So they have the opportunity. But here's something we're going to change. On the one-year membership paid in full, there's no more 10% off. It's one year paid in full. We absorb the credit card fees, not you. And it will auto-renew a year later at the regular rate, but no credit card fees. Okay? Because we pass through all our credit card fees. And I, I, if I'm not wrong, I think one year we saved close to $60,000. Now, I know there's a whole debate about that. No, that's part of doing business. You should absorb those credit card fees. Da, 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 da. That's okay. If you believe that, good for you, right? We believe differently. I walk into a restaurant in San Francisco. I pay an extra tax for, you know, medical insurance for the, for the restaurant workers. Now there's this COVID thing. There's all these different things. They're out there. I don't balk at it. I buy warrior tickets. There's a service fee. What's that for? Doesn't matter. You want freaking warrior tickets? You pay the service fee. That's it. You know what I mean? It's everywhere. Whether it's right or wrong, it's not even the debate. It's simply part of doing business on the other side. You can say it's part of doing business that you, the business owner, should absorb credit card fees, right? Or I should say, well, it's part of doing business that the consumer absorbs it. It's six of one, half a dozen other. You need to make that decision. So from September to January of 2022, we're going to campaign. And let them know that this is how we're doing it. We're also getting rid of sibling discounts. That's going to go to the wayside. That will no longer exist. And those are some of the things we're trying to do to create um, more revenue, but not gouge our people hard. Like I said, that iPod, my wife was pissed. We walked out of there and she said, we'll never eat here again. And we had eaten in this restaurant, folks, for years, for years. But I think a 50% increase that's a lot, folks, right? Wouldn't you agree? 50%, that's a lot. That's a whole lot, right? But of course, everybody's riding on the coattails of inflation that's going on right now. So everyone's justified. I'm justified in raising my rates, da, da, da. But when you do that to the point where you're outpricing yourself completely, because remember, I need gas in my car, right? Until I get a Tesla. But I need gas in my car. That's a necessity. Taking a martial arts class for a lot of people is an extracurricular activity. So be mindful when you choose to raise your rates. Cool? Be very mindful of that. So, and, and, and that's my take on that. So number one, you don't have to justify it, Jose, but I would ask, why am I increasing my rates? Number two, how do you roll it out to your people where you still keep your raving fans and keep your tribe loyal to you? I think those are the things I would think about. And if you can do that successfully, then a price increase is no longer an issue, is it? It's not. Cool. Hey, Mike, what's up, Mike King? Josh. Welcome, Josh. Cool. All right. So we answered a lot of questions today. We have five minutes left in the show. Let me take a couple of opportunities. Number one, and make sure you share this because we're going to draw a winner. And that winner gets one month of our mentoring program to try it out to kick the tires. I want to thank my studio. My studio, thank you so much for everything that you do in our industry with your CRM app-based system. It rocks and it's only getting better. 
It's only getting better and better. And that is characteristic of great software. That's correct. Characteristic of great websites. They're always bettering their product, bettering their product, bettering their product. And we should take that as our lead. Well, technology moves so fast. It changes every six months. Well, we should too. In our businesses, we should be constantly bettering our businesses. But see, that's, that's where I think, you know, again, reading the book, um, uh, The Infinite Way by Simon Sinek, it just reinforced a lot of what I already believe. I don't look at anybody here as a competitor, right? You should look at them as rivals, rivals in the sense that you want to improve your game, right? As competitive as Steph Curry is with someone like uh, LeBron James, right? They're rivals. They raise each other's game. And so I like to look at the other schools in my community as an opportunity to raise my game. So they're not competitors, they're rivals. I really dig that. I think that that's a very cool mindset, but also I don't wanna be the best. I just wanna get better and I just wanna get better and I just wanna get better. And that's my mantra. And I live and die by that, right? Because once you're the best, complacency becomes the enemy. Once you're the best, and that's so egotistical, I'm the best. Isn't that the most egotistical statement you've ever heard? I'm the best, right? It is. I simply want to have that humility as a business owner. And, 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 and so I get better. So I get better. So I get better. You feel me? Anybody with me on that? Give, give me some love if you're with me on that. Cool. All right. And then of course, Kids Love Life Skills. You know, if talk to Marco Mazzola, you should be checking out Kids Love Life Skills. I mean, we're, we're having a slow time getting our stuff rolled out, but it'll happen when it's ready. It will, but it's a great product and, and, and we're really growing it in a subscription-based model. You want to know more about that? Ask everybody that a lot of the people that are here are Kids Love Life Skills partners, as we call them, and, and you should have it. Elsie Accounting, my sister. Thank you, Tish. As always, she, she takes good care of us. She just helped us get grants in San Francisco where they're paying our payroll for all the new hires moving forward. Isn't that cool? And right now it's 100% of our payroll. When the heck does that happen, right? And then, I don't know, it's going to taper off over time. Cool? Thank you, Pamela. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. All right. And there's LC Accounting. Everybody in there? So, if you're coming November 13th through 16th, I'm so excited. You know, we didn't get to do this event last year because of the pandemic. We did it virtually. It's, it's life-changing. Three days. Four days. Four days. One, two, three, four. 13th through 16th. So, it's four days and it's everything from mind mapping to rotating curriculum to understanding finances. Sam on will be here to help us. We do team building everything it takes to be a better person, which helps you be a better business owner. It's everything because I recognize that I can no longer just be a great martial artist. I now need to be a great martial arts instructor. I need to be a great person at customer service. I need to be great at writing systems. I need to be great at leadership. I need to be great at social media. I need to be great at a lot of different things. So you do, as a business owner, wear a lot of hats and you want to do all of them really well, really well. So that old cliche, a jack of all trades, a master of none, that's done. I'm good at a lot of things. And I pride myself because I'm a learner. I'm a consummate learner. I'm good at a lot of things. And you can be too. So seven spots left for the um, four-day experience. And then we're going to open it up for the two-day experience. Okay? And Samon will be here for both the four-day and the two-day. So whoever signs up for that, that is covered. Okay, Marco. So we're giving away one spot today for the It's Time group mentoring. 
It'll give you one month. And anybody who wants to join us, we're working on systems for the next two months. Systems. And we got a whole two months of rotating curriculum. That's another beast. But the next two months is systems. Great time to hop aboard. It's only 99 bucks a month. You get access to videos. You get access to group Zoom webinars that we do several times a month. You're part of our private group. And, and you have access to my entire e-learning library, over 60 plus hours of my e-learning products. Every It's Time Live event, every virtual event I did last year. And there's some great ones on rotating curriculum branding. So that alone, I think, is worth more than the 99 bucks a month. Get signed up for that. You got it? And Marco put the link in there for that as well. So, Marco, who is our winner today? Who is our winner today? Oh, he put it because he's ahead of me. Pamela! Pamela, you are our winner today, ma'am. Pamela wins one month of our group mentoring program. Um, I'll get you all set up on that, Pamela. I'll turn you over to Chris Yango, who's part of our team, and he'll help you with that. Cool, cool, cool. Hey, folks, today was a good one. You know, I know I went a lot of different places. I'm passionate about what I do. I love what I do, and I'm very clear why I'm here for the martial arts industry. I serve the small martial arts school owner. You're the one with the toughest road to hoe. You're the one making the least amount of money in our industry, and you're the one who deserves the most. And I was talking to Sam about that today, and he says that's part of what he wants to share in November is really helping the small business owner know that you can own a home. You can secure your family's future. You can take care of college. You can take care of your medical. You can take care of your team. You can do all of that with a small school. You really, really can, but it's doing the right things. And so, I'm passionate. I'm a third generation small business owner. You will always be my focus. You will always be my purpose. And when I see people move the needle like Jason Smith or Lorenzo Sandoval or Marco, anybody out there, I'm just happy. I'm happy for you because if I can help support that in some small way, then I fulfilled my purpose. Cool. So I am Brandon Beliso. This is Success never sleeps. We'll be here next Friday. And then I think I'm gone on vacation for about a week. So I may miss a Friday, but I'll let you know. We'll figure something out. Maybe I'll make my sister Letitia and Marco. They're all getting there and do a show with you guys. Who knows? Because we are a co-op, right? Because we're one. We're one. We're all one. Cool? Hey, I am Brandon Beliso. Until we talk again, what are you going to go out there and do? Live your best life. <music>